Hello and welcome to a Meathead Hippie podcast. I'm your host, Emily Strom, and today I get very emotional. <laughs> I am just, I don't know why, the, I mean, I do know why. This is a graphic and intense podcast, and maybe it's not as graphic. I could have gotten way more, but I just, I had to talk about this. I had to share this. I had to share my experience with harvesting a turkey. It was the most crazy experience of my life. I know that some people have hunted and this is a thing that might not be abnormal. This was so important for me to bridge all the conversations I've had about regenerative farming and agriculture and how to grow things in a sustainable, supportive way. The podcast with Savory Institute and Bobby Gill and Diane Rogers and La Cajia Education Farm. Like it, it was, it's all been amazing and wonderful, but until I myself am an active participant in this life cycle and recognize that I must understand that death is directly related to helping give me life. And the only way to intimately experience that is by being the one who takes the life. I mean, holy shit. It was important. It was transformative and today's podcast, I get, a sh I get a share about it, about my partnership with Force of Nature and the beautiful experience that I had at Rome Ranch. And I hope you enjoy. I hope it inspires you to think a little bit about the meat you eat. And I don't know, outside of that, I just, I believe we're all trying, right? We're all searching, we're, we're listening, we're thinking, we're wondering. So it's just a matter of now, how do we implement? We know. Now, what do we do? And I think there's so many things that we can do. I hope you enjoy this podcast. Thank you for being a Meathead Hippie listener. I only have one thing to share, which is I am so proud and honored to bring back the tea company, <laughs> which I stopped because I didn't know where things were grown and I couldn't find it. I had these amazing blends that were so healing for you. They're so effective. Like nothing will ever replace my tummy tonic when my stomach hurts or hormone balance when my cycle is off. They're potent and powerful and very similar to the end product of a turkey on your plate, full of protein and delicious, right? <laughs> but if we don't know, What's on the other side? Who grew it? Where did it grow from? How is the land treated? What does it look like there five years later? If we don't answer those questions, then who will, who will continue to ask them and, and demand that there is a necessary reciprocity that is unfolding? That if we are to take and consume, we must instantly give back. And how can we do that? So I went on a search. I went to Maui. I found these beautiful farms. I came back to Colorado. I found a beautiful herbalist and we combined wild foraged and harvested Colorado herbs with some Maui herbs. And we don't have a lot, but we sure do have enough. And we are so thrilled to launch Herbal Elements little tea line back this week. Go to herbalelement.com. 
to get on the list. And you'll also see another bulk tea herb, Uhaloa, available, which is a perfect way to just add into your teapot or French press. That's how I do my tea is my big old French presses. Adding it into any of the herbs or teas that you already consume. It's a beautiful respiratory support. Very similar to Molin, if you're familiar with Molin, to help with cough, respiratory conditions, and just in general, some good old healing coming from the, the sacred land of Maui, all, all grown regeneratively. <sighs> okay, here's, here's a podcast on the turkey. <laughs> I'm Emily Schramm, the ultimate meathead hippie. Welcome to the show. I want to start with the description in Stephen Farmer's book about what it means when a turkey shows up. It's important to transcend the focus on your own needs to consider the greater needs of the whole, such as your family, community, or world. You're about to receive a gift of some sort, material, spiritual, or intellectual. That could be anything from winning the lottery to a simple gift such as witnessing a beautiful sunset. Perform some act that honors the earth, whether a sacred ceremony or simply picking up trash. Volunteer your time in selfless service for some organization that you want to support. I remember the first time a turkey showed up and I thought, what is the symbolism? It was actually my trip to Medford, Oregon. I just had arrived to Herb Farm, their beautiful farm in Medford, Oregon, and saw turkeys everywhere. And so they're also really associated with fertility in some some sense of birthing something or being pregnant with something, an idea, or in some cases, a child. Uh, They are just so beautiful and so bizarre when you think about how disconnected we are from them we eat them on Thanksgiving, and yet we know nothing about them. So I was invited by force of nature to harvest my own turkey. I have not ate bird in almost two years. In general, bird, like duck and chicken and turkey. And this is because of an interview I did with Diane Rogers. If you look up an old meathead hippie podcast, and by the way, the, the book that I read was from Stephen Farmer, and he also has a great podcast with me. He's so fantastic if you look up an old episode of Meathead Hippie. But the one with Diane Rogers was the first time, it was the first time I thought, you're so right. It is kind of unnatural for us to eat chicken. The chickens are there to help with their little claws and irrigating the land and eating some worms and helping with fertilizer, pooping things, <laughs> pooping everywhere, and of course laying eggs. Um, but the idea of mass-producing chickens or having chicken all the time as like a quick and easy, clean protein is just completely based on the myth of eating very lean and low-fat is very healthy for you. So it's become very common knowledge that chicken and turkey are easy, lean proteins. 
And then all of a sudden the animal is completely cut out of the picture, the being that we are eating. So when Diane Rogers was sharing about that and thinking of what is my role in this, this world that is in a really hard place, a world that is eating itself, (laughs) a world where we are consumed by so much that we just continue to consume and consume and consume without any knowledge or respect to the land in which it grows. And when we think about getting connected to the things we eat, it's almost too hard. It's like, I couldn't ever do that. I don't want to know. I remember uh, seeing animals that I was eating and feeling uncomfortable and thinking, I don't want to know. <laughs> and it's just so time to change that. It's so tra- so time to wake up to something much different and much more supportive for the environment. If you had not, if you've not watched Kiss the Ground, I highly recommend even stopping this podcast and just watching it right now. And there's a few other resources I have about regenerative agriculture, which is about seeing the system as a whole. And through that respect of land, being able to put carbon back into the earth and at the same time, be in the cycles of what Mother Nature has always lived in. And we have resisted and our desire for convenience and the bizarre disconnection that we have has kind of blindfolded us to it. So how can we become more aware? And I have known that at some point I was going to have to, I don't know, I'm still getting emotional about it. This is crazy. I knew at some point I'd have to kill an animal. (laughs) Like I eat meat. I am somebody who eats meat. I eat protein. I know I have to have a certain amount through the day in order to feel my best. I've tried to be vegan and vegetarian many times in my life, (laughs) way before I knew about nutrient density and understanding about its impact. I was highly anemic and um, bruised (laughs) from head to toe and really unhealthy and lightheaded and dizzy. And, you know, not to say there's not ways to be healthy, vegan or vegetarian, but it was very clearly not for me. So knowing I am an advocate of eating enough protein, not just to feel good for your neurotransmitters in your brain, but for your lean muscle mass, which is directly correlated with healthy bone density and longer lifespan, and just to feel jacked and strong and healthy and happy and all the things that we make sure we take care of our body with. What's on the other side of that is a living creature. And I love animals so much, like so much. Like all I want to do is talk to animals and nature. That's like truly my dream. It's like feels very Snow White, but I love birds. I love like anything, you know, it's just been so a part of my, my life. Even when I, when I was little, uh, I had wanted to be a veterinarian and since I was two and was actually pre-accepted into vet school at Mizzou and was on the veterinarian track when I actually got auditioned to be on Real World, working at Starbucks. And with that bizarre turn of events, ended up in (laughs) a reality TV show, which turned into, oh my gosh, I have more life to live and I have to go live it and move to Colorado shortly after. So 
life turned, but animals and myself, I just am connected to them. They, I feel like I can speak to them and vice versa. And I really did not want to know uh, what it felt like to take a life, but I knew I had to. And even when I was little, I was thinking about this, about the idea of killing an animal. It's like, well, I grew up in Missouri. Like, I wasn't terrified of guns. Like, my dad had me shoot an A-gauge when I was, like, eight years old. It was crazy. And, you know, I had, like, a little 22. Now I think I, I don't know. Guns are, I just don't know. But I definitely was comfortable at that age with that. And it was in my environment, the hunting and all of the things. And at one point I totally shot a squirrel and then we like ate the squirrel. It was so bizarre. So I I had known there was an experience. I knew I could do it, but to get an invite from force of nature to come to their ranch, Rome ranch in Texas, a little outside of Austin to not just be a part of a turkey harvest, but to harvest my own turkey and then bring this turkey back to Colorado to eat with my dad for Thanksgiving. There was just no way that I could miss this opportunity. It felt really important. And so it was time. They also invited me through this beautiful turkey feather, which is now in my Stetson hat forever and always. Um, It's just, it felt so special. So Going to Rome Ranch, of course, connecting with all my people there and just the beautiful things they're doing, the experiences that they're providing so that people can understand the importance of this, of being connected so intimately with the animals we consume and understanding the impact when things are done right and when things are done wrong. And it was a really important day in many ways just knowing who I am and how sensitive I am and just I just had to do it and I was so nervous my hands were like so clammy and sweaty they are right now even thinking about it um and as I was walking we split up into two groups I started by just going and seeing their bison they have a bison ranch and a bison population there just beautiful creatures that are just god they're so bison they're so regal and when I think of the things that they have seen (laughs) the generations and generations of bison and um, the knowing that they they hold and the wisdom I always think of white buffalo calf woman if you guys are familiar with that goddess just so all about sacredness and making sure the right thing happens. The right thing will happen. That truth and love and what is good for the environment and the world and for people and the collective, it's inevitable. And hopefully we can speed that up. So we went and I just stared at them and felt connected and was just in awe. And as we started to walk back, I realized, oh my God, I have to kill a turkey. (laughs) I can't do this. There's no way. There's no way. Because I'm just going to fall in love with it, you know. (laughs) I'm going to name it and take it home. And we were walking back and it was like so just how Mother Nature is that 
as I was walking back, there was this gorgeous blue purplish plant just on its own on the path back. So I used my picture this app. It's this fantastic app that you have to pay for, but it's worth it. And I wanted to make sure because I am totally the person who's like, I will put anything in my mouth. I will eat everything. And I don't want <laughs> what happened to the guy from Alaska wild to happen to me. <laughs> so <laughs> there are some toxic poisonous things out there. So just be careful and wise as you're learning about plants. And I found out this purple plant that was so there. It just felt like it was singing to me, like, take me. And it was blue vervain. I just lost my mind because blue vervain is one of the most potent nervines to help calm the system. And I could not have needed it more. <laughs> There's like no way I would have done this if it wasn't for that blue vervain. <sighs> so I just started taking just enough, putting it in my mouth. I try to give it to everyone who needed it. <laughs> Put some in my hat. And it's really bitter. It's like these aren't delicious herbs. You can definitely make them dehydrated and make it into tea. But just had it in um, just raw quantity and it felt peace. It felt peaceful. Um, so I'm waiting and I'm, you know, kind of up in line to pick a turkey. So you go into the shed and you pick a turkey and... It was like, there's no way I could pick a turkey. I mean, I, the whole thing is this internal battle of like, I'm going to kill something. Oh my God, this is crazy. But it, there was a white turkey. They call it a white midget, which I love that Taylor and Katie are like, it needs a better name because they're not white midgets. They're beautiful. They're just so, I just love them. And it was kind of sitting at a higher spot, just looking at me. And I just knew it was the one. And you grab it and you tuck it and you hold it and I cradled it and it just looks at you with its cute little eyes. <laughs> I'm just not making this story at all easy to easy to digest, but I think it's just important for me to share that this experience is so gnarly. And if you don't get this experience in your life, I just want you to know like, oh, we have to be conscious of everything that we eat. Not just because it's a good idea and it helps with, you know, in general, knowing where your food comes from, but we must connect in a way that we have yet to connect. We must understand in a way that we have yet to allow ourselves to even learn. Because if we bridge the gap between these things, the food on our plate and our body or the muscle we're trying to build, and the protein that builds it. If we can bridge that gap, then as a whole, collectively, we are raising so much love and awareness because it's impossible not to. It's impossible not to harvest your own turkey and not come out on the other side with a deep respect and a deep appreciation that we are a part of something so much bigger. We are a part of something so much more magnificent than our small world little problems. And if we can step out of that, just like how nature consumes us and takes away all of our problems 
and helps us realize perspective. If we each, all of us, are able to do that, what can that look like? What would that look like for the world we live in? To be more environmentally conscious, to be more tuned in, to be more aware that we as a human are destroying our world and we must actively make steps and take steps and take decisions, everyday decisions, including what we purchase and where we purchase it, to change it, to say, I choose and I stand on the side of Mother Earth. She needs us. So the killing process, I don't know how much I want to get into this, but it's very quick and very painless. Um, I was so grateful for James to <laughs> let me take my time. And truthfully, I just still like have a song that I just like wanted to sing. It was like, I have to sing a song <laughs> to me. That's like, still, I have like a song that I sing. And I'm like, this is like my turkey killing song. That sounds horrible, but like, there's something very connected with singing and sacredness. And I don't know, it just wanted to come out of me. And I probably could have spent 10 more minutes with it. But at some point, you just know, like, okay, I felt like I was ready. And it happens so fast. They don't have any pain. It is just a really fast air pellet to a head. So they basically are concussed. And then from there, you are... Man, it's so graphic. So please, I, I'll do a disclaimer at the intro. Um, but you take a knife and you cut both jugulars in the side and you let the turkey bleed out. And you just feel that beautiful, like, fresh blood. It's crazy. Like, it's alive. I mean, it just died. This is nature. Like, this is, like, we're the same, you know? This is nuts. And just was with the turkey. And oh my gosh, as I took the feathers out and as we cleaned the turkey and got it ready for what would it, you know, what it looks like on anybody's Thanksgiving holiday where you stuff it and have all the things, it just felt so precious and beautiful. It just felt so sacred it felt sacred because it is it is sacred it's always sacred <laughs> and I just feel so called to share because if nothing else <laughs> if it's being a little bit more curious about where you get your food or where your meat is raised or how they're treated or if you want to understand how to get into more of this of understanding the life cycle. There are people and companies and brands that understand that this is important to do and it's been too long without it. And there's ways to get involved and there's ways to respect the regenerative cycle. Finally, for the first time. And there's companies that I have seen and have just <laughs> to get free bacon for a lifetime is so fucked. <laughs> like that's not me connecting to a pig. One of the most beautiful animals on a farm that is just uh, so full of love and so important in the cycle of life. <laughs> just to like 
oh, I get free bacon for a lifetime. And now here's my box of better sourced meat. Is that, is that enough? I just don't think so. So for me, it's really digging into how can we be more conscious without all quitting our lives and moving into the forest and getting a bow and arrow, which is, if that's your thing, I'm in. Like, just let me know. Let me join at some point um, because I'm cool with that being a lifestyle. <laughs> but even more so, if it is, if I'm going to eat meat, if I'm going to be a meat eater, how can I be the most conscious, supportive of this life cycle meat eating person out there? And thank you, Force of Nature, for providing a service that is still so connected to land, to regenerative cycles, to the farms that choose to do it right. <laughs> And, do, and are doing it right. It's not easy. This is not an easy life to live. I had a great podcast with La Cahea Education Farm in Maui who are doing it regeneratively, their entire farm, and being an example for other farms to take conventional farming practices and, and do it in the right way. No till and rotation and no pesticides and beyond organic it sounds really good on paper, but the people who are actually doing this and living this and this is their livelihood, it is like they are the bravest, <laughs> the bravest of us all. And so it's so wonderful because Force of Nature is partnering with those farms and giving them a line of distribution directly to you. And you know, without a doubt, that the meat you're eating is the most <laughs> supportive and loved and regenerative. It is part of the cycle. So thank you for force of nature making this a thing. I have always struggled with where my meat comes from and how to get it and how to feel good about it. And then like, oh my God, I stopped eating it and now I'm getting anemic and I'm losing all my muscle. <laughs> There's just this constant battle in my head, but I feel so grateful for this. We're going to have a force of nature freezer in platform strength starting next week. So if you're in Denver, you can grab and stock up on force of nature meat. But you can also just get on their subscription box, which is the best subscription box for meat that you can find. And you can use, I have, um, they just, they're so wonderful. They set up Meathead Hippie as uh, $10 off your first order. So if you are going to try it. Definitely get your $10 code off and just be amazed by this company. And it's the only bird I will ever eat. Truly. I don't, the, the turkey I harvested and their ancestral chicken blend, it's going to be the only bird I ever eat for the rest of my life because I just believe so strongly. Well, one, I just, I think me not eating bird actually let this bird quiz come through, which is crazy to think about. But also just knowing if I'm going to have the whole animal, there's going to be some crazy things that you're going to see. So like, why are we just having the lean meats of ground chicken? It should be the gizzard and the heart. And that's what it is. <laughs> it's nutrient density, but it's like accessible. It's great. It's, it doesn't, it might freak you out just reading it, but then you taste it and you're like, oh my gosh. This is nutrient density. This is protein. This is food. <sighs> it's, it's a 
life-shifting, that was a life-shifting day. Um, I knew it would be. I feel so grateful for it. I feel so grateful for the team that invited me and for the other amazing people that were there who let me cry <laughs> and let me, you know, just have as many moments as I needed. I'm still crying about it. It was like so crazy. But then to bring it home, so I brought it home with some dry ice, packaged it up, shipped it on my plane for Southwest. I might have lied about how much dry ice because you can only <laughs> you can only travel with five and a half pounds of dry ice, just as an FYI. So I'm glad everything's okay. But I made it. There was no way I was going to not get this turkey home. And me and my dad made it. And it was, I just smothered it in ghee. Miss Bird is <laughs> Miss Turkey. Miss Turkey is smothered Miss Turkey in a bunch of ghee and rosemary and sage and thyme and all the herbs, all the herbs. It was just the most delicious. And of course, my whole gluten-free, dairy-free Thanksgiving, which I have a cooking show on if you are ever in need of the world's best stuffing. I also make a great cranberry sauce, but anywho, it was so special to eat that with my dad. And then after obviously eating the turkey, it's make bone broth. And my dad just got me this amazing Instapot <laughs> that you can do anything in. And it was just like, this is what it's about. Every single piece, just like, how can we respect the animal by the whole entire process of using all of the animal, the feathers for my hat and for a decoration, the bone broth, the collagen, the, the neck, the, all of it. Like I, I just consumed it all and it felt nourishing and supportive. And I am just so blown away by the amount of people who are into this, who are recognizing the importance of it, who want to hunt or want to understand. And I could not recommend if you want to dig into this more to go to Force of Nature's website. I am so grateful to be interviewing the co-founder, Robbie, next week. So we're going to really dig into way more of the details of regenerative cycle and how things got so wrong. I think that's what I really want to dig into is how did we get to where we are and how fast and how quickly could we get to where we should go and where, what does that look like? What is our role and our involvement in that? What is that? So that's going to be so fantastic to interview him next week. But just know if there is anything in you that is curious about learning more of this, Force of Nature has amazing resources. I will continue to be a partner with them because the work they're doing is just so necessary. And if you do try their meat, you have to tell me. What do you think? <laughs> I think you're going to love it. Um, oh, thank you, Miss Turkey, for all the things that you have done <laughs> to help us understand that we must be a part of something much bigger. And I don't know about you, but it is so time to be part of something much, much bigger. Sending all my love. Thank you for letting me cry. <laughs> Have a beautiful day.